paper guy, so first experience here. So have, have grace on me. Um, I want to open it up. And um, anybody here, I know we were talking before, anybody broken a bone before? Yeah, I know you guys. Anybody have like a, like a deep, severe cut before? Blood gushing. Hey, Sorcy. Uh, anybody stubbed a toe? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, that's that's that is that's the worst. What's what's at that moment when that when that pop hits you and you're like, you know, oh man, you know, or when you break that leg, you know, or whatever it is, like, what is your reaction? More than often than not, like, not great, right? Maybe screaming, maybe yelling, maybe uh, I know, like, for me, like, well, I don't have to get into too much detail. I started like, oh, man, you know, hitting my, you know, whatever's near me. So if I stub my toe around, you just run, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's usually not the best of, of responses. Um, but in, in, in maybe you think of, like, if you get hurt in public, you know, is it different than if you get hurt in private? Yes. You know, uh, you know, like people around, and I'm like a tough guy, like, oh, it's okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Want to buy myself, oh, it hurts so bad, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe what comes out of our mouth might be different too, as well. But um, uh, so I know I, I played football in, in, in college, and Buzzy, we call him Buzzy, Brandon Brenizer, 375 pounds, and just like you know, not you know, he's just clumsy, you know, clumsy. And, and we'd be in a huddle, it's freezing, my toes are cold, and he always step on my toes with his cleats, you know. Get off me, man! That hurts, dude. You know, it's just so, it's just the worst. Not to say that my reaction was great. That was actually an example of a bad reaction, so take note of that. Um, so, how about when your parents ask you to do something that you don't want to do? Ooh, that's What's your reaction in that moment? Sure, Mommy, I'll make my bed, whatever the case is. You know? um, how about when, when your siblings might be pushing your buttons? Ooh, that's even worse. <laughs> Thanks for your response, Joseph. This is great. I'm proud. What do we say? Um, how, how, how's our control? Or maybe uh, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's at, maybe it's at school. Um, you know, how do you, how do you interact? Like, you know, just stand around some kids. Maybe they're swearing. Maybe they're talking about somebody. Maybe they're talking about one of your friends. Um, how do you respond? What do you say? Do you join in? Do you feel pressure to join in? Is there tension? Um, you know. There's all sorts of stuff. Maybe maybe you're around like some some cute girls, you know what I'm saying? And you know, does that affect how you how you talk? You know, um, well not you guys. I mean, <laughs> maybe I mean, oh, I'm a girl. I love hanging out with cute girls. Could be. I don't know. I mean, I I know when I was in high school, like popularity was a huge thing for me, and it affected the way I spoke, it affected the way I interacted with people, um, and so we can get into that. But so if, if does that. Any, anything in there resonate with anybody? Yeah, I got one head nod, but I'll take by your, your silence that uh, at least one of those things, you know, you, you might be able to, to resonate with. And so if that's the case, then this passage of scripture is a good one to, uh, to dive into. Um, you know, the book of James, um, you know, and, and, and before we dive in, let me just, uh, let me just open it in a, in a word of prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, so thankful for your, your truth, for your words. Um, for your love, for your grace. Uh, Lord, I just ask that uh, uh, you just give us a heart of understanding, a heart of humility, that, um, that your spirit would lead us this morning um, through your word to teach us what you'd have us learn and, uh, and be 
be with us as we walk out of the, out of this room here today. That it will impact um, our uh, our lives for the better. That we might know more of you um, through your word this morning. Your precious name. So James talks a lot about um, maturity and discipline and 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 growth. And um, but through this book, there's five chapters of this book. He references. Um, how we talk, you know, a lot. He references all sorts of stuff on, on speaking. Um, so James 1, 19 is a verse that we've all heard a lot. You know, um, he says, uh, Know this, my beloved brothers, let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Uh, James 1, 26, he talks about if anyone thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. James 2, 12, so speak and so act as those are to, are to be judged under the law of liberty. James 4.11, do not speak evil against one another. James 5.9, do not grumble. Uh, James 5.12, do not swear by oath or let, let your yes be yes, your no be no. So throughout this whole book, and I didn't even touch on the ones in chapter 3, which is there's a ton of them. Um, you know, through this whole book, he references how we speak and what comes out of our mouths a lot. Um, so that must be important, Right? It's definitely worth paying attention to. Um, so uh, we have the opportunity here in chapter 3, uh, you know, he breaks down in, in, in detail as to why uh, this is important. And um, so it's helpful for us. And he gives us, you know, four important things to recognize to help us uh, learn why we should tame our tongue. And, uh, now, who doesn't like help? Anybody? I know my wife doesn't sometimes. Yeah, we all love help. You know it. You know you love help. So it's worth listening to. So, and we all need help because this is a very, very important piece and not to gloss over. It is so easy to gloss over. So I'm going to talk about really four um, key things uh, that James gives us. On, oh, I, I forgot you don't have it. Oh, shoot. See, I failed already. Oh, man. All right. Hand of the tongue. Uh, I'm going to talk about four key things uh, that James gives us on um, what we must recognize to tame the tongue. So we're going to talk about... Uh, to tame the tongue, we need to recognize that we're all held accountable. Uh, to tame the tongue, we need to recognize the power of the tongue. And we need to recognize that the tongue is a restless evil. To tame the tongue, we need to recognize that this ought not to be so. Alright, so, and uh, we're going to talk about, you know, how does, this, how does this apply to us? How can we, what can we walk away with here? So, to recognize we're all held accountable. So, let's just uh, start reading a little bit of the passage. Um, so it starts in, in, in verse 1. Well, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, enjoy it, and uh, have fun. You know what you got up here. Uh, it was kind of ironic. Uh, I was like, oh, boy, yikes. I asked Nick, I was like, are you sure I should... Uh, I don't know about doing this, this, this chapter. Adam, were you paying attention? Did you catch the joke there? <laughs> All right, cool. Good. Uh, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who, are, who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone who does not stumble in what he says, he is perfect, or he is a perfect man, also able to bridle his whole body. So I will say, um, this is the first time I've ever taught, by the way, so... Um, I don't even, you know, so I'm just kind of talking with you guys. It's very interactive, so let's make this interactive. So I appreciate your grace as well. Um, 
So James talks uh, from this book, you know, um, again, like I was talking about spiritual maturity, right? So what does that, what does that look like? How do we know uh, when we are um, growing in spiritual maturity? We have any thoughts on that? Is there any way to know if we're growing spiritually? Yes? Um, yeah, like Please? Absolutely. That's a great example. Is that a hand raise or just a hair fix? Because your hair looks prime. Super. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's, a, that's a great example. Um, so I think, uh, you know, how we use our tongues, James saying here, how we use our tongues is a, um, it really provides clear evidence of, um, of, of, of where we're at spiritually. Uh, and so um, to master the tongue... <laughs> Uh, is a sign of maturity. So, to open up this, this chapter, not many just couple teachers, my brothers, we all know you great judge with great strictness, and you're sitting out here and you're like, oh boy, you know, I've never taught a class, I'm not a teacher, so I didn't pay attention to the rest of this, right? Well, wrong. Okay? Very wrong. Um, so, this, so James even talks about, James, brother of Jesus, right, Nick? So, he's even saying, for we all, for we all stumble in many ways. Um, and if anyone who does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man, also able to bridle his body. So this, this really impacts all of us, so it's all worth paying attention to. We may not teach a class, but James' words here are very applicable um, and, and, and far beyond those who are, are called to teach. Uh, we all use our tongues, right? Everyone, everyone talks. I, I'm a, I'm, that's an assumption, because I don't hear it in here, but I'm assuming that you guys talk out there. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we all, we, all, we all talk, we all communicate, and we all influence one another to some way, shape, or form, whether we know it or not, right? So being in this room, like right now, uh, you know, Miss Stark over here is influencing the girl next to her, right? We all influence each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and it, could, it, could, it could be positive influence, it could be bad influence, but our tongue is, is a huge part of that. So how are we controlling our tongue. So we're not we're not exempt from this passage, right? So we need to pay pay close attention. So sit up straight. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna read verse verse two again. And if anyone um, for we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, also able to bridle his whole body. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get 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 back to that. Um, but one thing that my, my mother used to always say was, uh, well, what's in your heart comes out of your mouth. And uh, I think Jesus said something very similar to that in, in Matthew 12, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's, it's a, well, I'll get back to that as well. So I have a tendency to get off track, so I'll just like, you know, throw something at me and say, Jeff, I don't know where you're going. Like, you know. um, so, one, so I want to touch on, uh, so we've talked about, you know, that we're all held accountable. So we're all, we all need to listen up, right? Um, this is applicable to all of us. So now, okay, recognize the power of the tongue. So to tame the tongue, we need to recognize the tongue, or recognize the power of the tongue. So if I'm going into a, anybody know Mike Tyson? Heard of him? Um, oh, here's an here's a untamed tongue coming into this room. Goodness. But he sure is cute. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about Jackson, not Ellen, by the way. Uh, 
So uh, yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna get in a in a ring, a boxing ring, you know, with with Mike Tyson, if you don't know him, he's he's a massive dude with a tattoo on his face. He's a you know uh, uh, he won many many uh, boxing. Some say the greatest boxer of all time, right? So I I need to know the battle I'm, I'm getting it I'm getting in, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna step into the ring and like oh you know and and, and you know I'm thinking that I'm you know. I would never want to, you know, get in the boxing ring with my son, but, you know, 18-month-old Jackson, you know, eh, not really anything to, you know, take seriously. Uh, if I'm getting in the ring with Mike Tyson, boy, I got my game face on, right? This is a battle. So this is something worth, worth taking seriously. So I want to point out, um, if you can see these photos, anybody know what these two things have in common? <laughs> yes. Beautiful! Ding, ding, ding! What do we have for Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, but that is, yes, absolutely. Um, they are small, small pieces um, to direct something very powerful, right? So let's keep reading in verse 3. Um, if, we, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder. Wherever the will of the pilot directs, so also the tongue is a small member, yet boasts of great things. So, yeah, these little pieces right here, so this is a, a, a bit or a bridle that goes over the, the, the horse, right? Which this horse is, looks like a beast, by the way. Um, <laughs> does not have one on and is just wandering about. Um, but this small rudder, right, can help direct big, powerful ship, which is pretty wild. So we think of our, our, of our horse, of our horse, our tongue, the same way. Yeah, I know. Giggle, giggle, that's good. Uh, so they're small pieces, but powerful influences. Uh, both have been in, in the rudder. They must overcome contrary forces to direct the horse and the ship. So a, a massive ship is powerful and strong, right? But without, without a rudder or a broken rudder, it's going to be out on the waves and subject to, those, to the mercy of the waves and, and could, have, could lead to a shipwreck, right? So if James was writing this book in 2018, what would it look like today? Maybe a steering wheel, right, in a, in a, in a car. Think of a, you know, I guess we do have cars that drive themselves, but let's say not 2018, maybe 2008. <laughs> and uh, he takes like the, the fastest car with the, the hardest horsepower you've ever seen, you know, and then you get in the car, you start driving it for those that you can, and if you can't, you picture yourself driving, and there's no steering wheel in it. You're like, what do you do? Do you ever have, I, I used to have some of those dreams, actually. I'm in a car, and, you know, you, you can't, like, control it, or the steering wheel's locked. What happens? You know, it's not, not a good thing. But, with a proper, um, with a steering wheel, with a rudder, with a bridle, you're able to guide it where it's supposed to go and accomplish the big things that it's set out to accomplish. So, horse... Ship, ourselves, we are given responsibility, um, which is a good thing, to, to, to do what God has called us to do and to work properly. So it's important to tame our tongues, um, otherwise our lives can spin out of control like a, like a ship without a rudder. But again, when we're working properly, um, you know, we can accomplish some powerful things. So it's, it's important to not underestimate the power of the tongue. Because um, if you do... You may not be able to tame it. So, um, you know, there's many, there's many verses uh, in, boy, all through the Bible, um, especially the book of Proverbs, that hits on the power of the tongue. I would encourage you to 
check it out. You know, just a couple listed here. Proverbs 12, 18 uh, states that there is one who speaks rashly, like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I think Daryl's going to hit on uh, wisdom next week. Um, more references from Proverbs 16, uh, verse 24. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and healing to the bones. Um, so we should be using our words uh, with greatest care and for healing and for good, um, not for, for tearing down. So small but powerful and can direct the course of your life. Um, and controlling your tongue, it can yield great results. So I'll give you a quick, um, oh boy, I'll give you a quick story. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Ryan Rayburn, Ray Ray, uh, Mr. Ray. Yeah. He's um, boy, one of my, you know, one of my best friends in the world. And uh, if you if you don't know Ray Ray, he's he's a guy. He loves Jesus. He just he loves Jesus. He loves telling people about Jesus. He just uh, in his in his heart, he just is um, he's just very spiritually mature. Um, and uh, and I love him dearly. I invite him out to. I was playing in the softball league um, a few years ago. Um, about, I can say a few, I don't know, seven years ago, six years ago, and, um, and, and so we're going back to that, that example of the stubbing of the toe, right, so he comes and subs out on our team, and if you, if you, I don't know if you've seen this type of softball league, but it's, it could be a pretty rough and rough community, right, I mean, um, you know, a lot of guys are, you know, drinking beer on the side, and smoking cigarettes, and, and just dirty miles, and just, it can be a tough community, so it's a good opportunity for us to, um, you know, just be a witness to these guys, and and and, uh, and but yeah, the, the the witness went on a whole other level the night that I invited Ray Ray out. So, um, so he had a hard ground ball to shortstop. He's running, legging it out to first, and then goes to stretch, you know, first base to try to beat it out, and and he tears his ACL, the third inning, right? So again, <laughs> we all we all remember what our natural reaction would be. So I'm in the I'm in the dugout on the third base side, so he's down at first base, and what does he do? Oh boy, I almost fainted into tears just thinking about it, man. Hmm. He's like, he's like, oh, praise the Lord! Oh, hallelujah! Oh God, I'm a sinner! Oh Lord, thank you, thank you, Father. I was not made to play the game of softball. <laughs> my eternal life is not based on, on my softball game. And nah, just going on, just praising the Lord, singing praise and hallelujah. So when he went down, I'm with my buddy Ryan, who also was going to Grace at the time as well. He's hallelujah. We started laughing. Like, oh, here, here Ray Ray goes, you know, just, you know, being goofy and, you know, you know, Ray Ray. But then after a while, and he's going down, and I see he's in pain. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And so we run out there, and, you know, I'm on a knee, and, you know, and, and, and he had torn his other ACL in the past, and he, so he knew what had gone on. This was a serious deal, and he's in so much pain. Help me! What 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 can what can I do? He said, just 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 pr just pray with me, man. Just pray with me. And so me and me and Ryan are, are, are down the work and we're on our knee and we're praying, you know. And uh, and he's singing praises just towards ACL. Can, can you imagine? Can you see all these other dudes that are all tatted up with earrings that are smoking cigarettes, like seeing this going on on the field, like stunned, <laughs> right? This is not a human experience <laughs> or a human reaction. Um, so the guy that had invited us, uh, uh, me out to the team, is captain of our team, and so he uh, is out and he's talking to us. And after a while, and, and, and uh, he's like, "Well, now at least you get to, you know, sit sit at home and play video games and, and watch porn." Ha ha ha. And 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 Ryan, he's like, he take he takes that. He's like, "Oh no, 
oh man, that's not that's not good. Uh, that's not not what I'm going to be doing. It's not good for my soul. What, you know, and, and he starts opening up questions and talking to Nick, this other guy who's you know, talking about this, and he shares the gospel with him as he's laying there with a torn ACL, and and I'm just saying like this, um, it made a significant impact just on my life. I was really new and walking with with Jesus at the time. Man, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional right now. I think because I had just a few hours of sleep. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> But it's powerful. I mean, it's powerful stuff, you know. Um, and they and they they know uh, that we were, you know, going going to church, you know what I'm saying, and and, and whatnot. And so that reaction, um, it could have a drastic impact, you know. A normal reaction of you know maybe cursing, swearing, hitting stuff, you know, is almost like oh he tore his ACL. That's that's a normal reaction. You're entitled to that, you know. No, like that's not a good reaction to have. And, and, and boy, when we get in that moment, you know, where maybe something hurts, you know, maybe we're told to do something we don't want to do, you know, we really need to take seriously what comes out of our mouth, you know what I'm saying? Even when no one's around. Um, it's almost harder when, when we are by ourselves and, and all the more reason to take that seriously because it can have a powerful, powerful impact. So I'm talking about a story that happened in my life six years ago that brings me to tears this morning from a beautiful thing that happened. And so I'm saying, take these things seriously because the, the tongue, though small, uh, can have great impact and great power. Um, and we're going to learn a little bit more about that power. So I'm talking about, um, you know, that the tongue is a small force. I'm going to start kind of going, going through this a little bit quicker here. But uh, the tongue is also a restless evil boy. So this powerful uh, thing that can do some great things, we learn about, um, boy, James, like, takes, turns a corner and it's like crazy stuff disaster here. So we'll keep reading. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. Verse 6. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. You tame that tongue back there, babe. <laughs> um, and uh, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. Wow, this is dark stuff here. So I just pulled off some 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 words here that, that we went through, and uh, you know, one thing that stuck out to me, and I'm going to try to speed up the time, but staining of the whole body. You know, when we look back to James 1, 26 and 27, he talks about um, religion that is pure and undefiled before God, uh, the Father, is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Boy, if we all have tongues, this is applicable to all of us, and, and, and yet the, the, our tongues are prone to our natural instinct to stub that toe and start, you know, having the bad reaction... Boy, what, what, what do we do? This is a significant problem here. Um, and it's not humanly tamed. Well, I can tell you a whole other story about the experience we had with my son this morning. And it was a, boy, the tongue cannot be humanly tamed. Um, we need, we need, we are in need. Um, so let me just continue to, to, to move on. But it says here also, restless evil. When I pick apart that, that stood out to me too because when I think of God as a resting place, God is 
a giver of peace, a giver of life. But the tongue is a restless evil. So without rest, so no peace, uh, so it's opposite of life with God. And what is hell? Opposite of life with God. Life apart from God is death. And, um, and that's, that's the picture we have here. So we all have tongues. We all have this tendency. It can't be tamed by, by, by human. And then he goes on here, and, um, uh, you know, full of deadly poison. So, and then he's like, yep, so this ought not to be so. <laughs> Which is crazy. So verse 9, he's like, with our tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. Isn't that crazy? What a contradiction. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives? Or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. So we are, if we're, if we're from the same tongue, we're blessing the Lord. We're gonna, we, we, sang, we sang worship songs this morning already. We're going to go into the service, maybe sing some more. And then, and then, has anybody left the service, or even during the service, and you're already arguing with your siblings? You know, your parents ask you, you know, oh, we're having this for lunch. Oh, I don't want that for lunch, Mom. Can't we go out? I don't want leftovers again. Wow. This is something to take seriously. And I'm not, I'm not speaking, like, to you. I'm speaking with you here, because I know I, I have that same experience even today. So when I, when I hear that and see that contradiction of, boy, we, we can bless, we can, we can say one thing here, and then we can do the opposite here. Boy, that, that contradiction, I'm, I'm, I, uh, what stood out to me was like, like uh, getting tossed and turned by waves, like a ship without a rudder. Um, and, and it's not steadfast. This is not a steadfast life. Um, and we are in, in heavy need. So there's this huge tension, again, of, of who we are and who we ought to be. So, boy, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? Um, significant problem. So, so, like I said, Jesus says in Matthew 12, 34, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So this, this text isn't about, you know, you know, don't swear or have a better reaction when you get hurt. Um, but it's, it's, it's actually a heart issue, right? So again, what's, what's in our heart comes, comes out of our mouth. Um, that's why I, I, love, I love sports, um, marriage, parenting already. It's a great place to, to be confronted, to be in the ring with Mike Tyson. <laughs> Because, you know, something doesn't go your way on the, on the field or on the basketball court or whatever. And it's like you have that moment where you want to react, right? What do you, what do, you do? Well, um, it could be dirty humor at school. It could be flirting. Uh, it could be, you know, all sorts of things. Um, so this passage, he kind of leaves us like, you know, uh, like, man, Nick, do I have to stop at verse, at verse 12? Like, can I keep going? I need some answers here. He kind of leaves us on a, uh, almost like a cliffhanger. He just says, all right, well, these things shouldn't be so, but they are. <laughs> uh, it's like, what, boy, what do we do? Well, let's go back to the start of the book, shall we? When he starts this letter, in verse 2, he says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. 
For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So back in 3 verse 2, what did he say? And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, also able to bridle his whole body. So he says it's perfect again, right? Well, so he's given us the answer. He already gave it to us in the beginning of the letter. So, uh, so we need to, we can, we can, we get to that moment and we, and we feel that tension. Boy, we can count it all joy. That is a trial. That is a trial of, of all the various kinds. This is a big one that we're all confront every day, day in and day out. So we can, we can count that joy. Oh, Lord, thank you for pointing this out to me. This tension, this tension is good. I don't need to go down this path. Or maybe I have gone down this path already. And I can confess to you with my tongue, forgive me, Lord, for my sin. Forgive me for my sin. And I, I, will, I believe that you are Lord and Savior. I believe that you sent God, you sent your Son down, Jesus Christ, to be a human. I actually I took a, a picture of the second verse of one of the songs that we just sang. Um, you were as I, tempted and tried, human. This is Jesus, right? The Word became flesh. Whoops, what did I do? Bore my sin. All good. Whatever, doesn't matter. Bore my sin and death and now risen. You were once as I tempted and tried. Human. So he, he's, he's, he knows. He knows our trials. And, and, and the tongue is, and I think James emphasizes the tongue so often because we are going to be tested with our tongue so often. Right? And we want to grow. I'm realizing that way too late in life, at 31 years old, growth is good. You know, you want to be, you, you want to be cool? Grow. You know what I'm saying? Mature. This, this is a powerful book um, that will bear much fruit if you pay attention to it. And it's something to take seriously. Our tongue is something to take seriously. And James gives us the answers right here. We can get on our knees and pray. So I, I, would, I, would, uh, I would just encourage you to, to trust God. Trust Him. Um, trust and see that the Lord is good. Submit to the Holy Spirit when you feel that tension. Resist the devil. Because that's the enemy that's wanting to pull you in. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and even if you do, like I said, even if you do get pulled in, you know, the Lord is good. And, and He sent Christ down to bear the weight of our sin. To bear the wrath. So we don't have to, we don't have to take it on. So lead me to the cross. You know? Um, look to the cross and know that, know that it is true. It is good. It's been paid for. And, and, and God wants to know, wants, wants you to mature, wants you to grow. Um, so you, so that's, that's one thing. Trust and see that the Lord is good. Second thing, um, instead of using our tongue for bad, what's the opposite? Use it for good. Affirm one another. Lift each other up. When you're in school and somebody's tearing somebody down, you know, stand, lift that person up. You know what? Uh, you know, actually... Uh, Shirley is, is not a mean girl. She gave me her gum yesterday. Or is it, I don't know. Very bad example. But, but, do the, but in, encourage one another. You know, again, it's, um, uh, it, it's, it's normal to, to, to make fun of other people. Right? I mean, how, how often do you hear that in, in school or even at home on the softball field? It's a normal thing. And that shouldn't be. James is saying that shouldn't be. This ought not to be so. 
And we're called to be different, right? If you're professing Christ as your Savior, we're called to be different. We get the opportunity to be different. That's good stuff. What is different? To affirm one another. Boy, would it be strange to like be walking down the hall of, of Hubble Middle School or whatever it is, and then, you know, some person that you don't really talk to very much, that you, you know, sits away from you in class and, you know, comes up to you, hey, you know what, I, I really appreciate your answer in class today. It was really helpful for me. Wow. That would stun me, right? But, boy, not only does it make me feel good by them telling me that, but it, it helps them feel good, too, because God has is, is, is created us to affirm one another and, and, and to encourage one another, lift each other up. So taste and see, trust that the Lord is good, affirm and lift each other up, and pray, pray to God, pray, ask Him, confess your sin to Him, receive His grace, faithfully obey, ask the Holy Spirit to identify those times of tension for you, um, because if, if, if your sin is becoming too comfortable, you know, if it, if it is too normal, you know, that's something to, to check on as well, you know what I'm saying, because we see here what the tongue is capable of. A deadly poison, restless evil. That's not how we're made. So I have some homework for you here. And um, this is something that's been helpful to me um, as I incur trials. And the testing of the tongue is, a, again, a trial that we're going to face multiple times a day throughout every day for the rest of our lives. And so I know Nick challenged you guys in the beginning, challenged all of us to memorize the book of James, right? Anybody still doing that? Beautiful. Good. Okay, cool. So if you haven't, grace. <laughs> all right? Uh, here's an opportunity for you. All right? And it will help you. I'm telling you, I'm 31 years old, and it's helped me today. Um, just take, go back, go back to verses 2 through 5. I encourage one another to memorize these verses right here. All right? Seriously. Partner up. Get accountable with one another. You know? When you see each other on Wednesday... Test each other. How, how, how you guys been doing? Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Remember that ship with the rudder? The horse with the bit? Right? Ourselves with the tongue? What Christ has called us to? Who God is? God is steadfast. We're made in the image of God, and that's a good thing. Let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Man, that's good news. When you have this memorized, and it's on, that's on the tip of your tongue, that's on the tip of your heart, when you stub that toe, when your parents tell you to do something, boy, this is hard, I don't want to do it, but you know what? I have a, this is a great opportunity. I'm being tested, I'm being refined, and I'm excited about that. God loves me so much that He wants to refine me and help me grow so that I may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So that's my challenge for you guys. Um, so this time next week, really try to have this, this, this memorized. It's short, it's good, make up a song to it, um, but it, it is helpful. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, well, I uh, love to talk with you guys um, more about that. I have all sorts of stories on the good and bad of taming of the tongue, or lack thereof. <laughs> um, we'd love to share stories with you guys. Anyway, I'll pray. Get into the service. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord.
that you love us so much that you would send your son to die and bear the weight of our sin um, so that we can have eternal life and while we're here on earth not to be subject to um, this, this, this small fire that turns into a huge forest fire, um, life apart from you. Um, we thank, we're thankful for the picture that you've given us that um, life apart from you is a deadly poison. It's dark. Um, and that's not how you created us, not what you made us for. Thank you for your instruction. Um, thank you that uh, we can just rejoice in uh, opportunities to grow and that we have opportunities every day, multiple times a day, throughout the day, to grow. Um, so let us count it all joy um, when we meet these trials of various kinds, specifically with our talent this day, in your precious name. Amen.